Rightio. Here we go. Here we go. We're live. We're lit. We're lit. We're lit and we're kicking. We are going. Right. <laughs> episode one. Sorry? Episode yeah. one. Episode one. This oh, is it. This is it. Welcome, guys. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you very much for joining us on episode one on our journey of doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, as we make shit up and just sort of like, you know, pray for the best. And pray for the best <laughs> and see what happens. See what happens. Um, rightio. Okay. Shall we just, shall we discuss what we've just seen? What, uh, yeah, sure. And then we can discuss the movie that you saw on Monday. I saw without you. Yes. That you saw without me. Are you heartbroken? Are I you am. betrayed? I am betrayed, but I understand why. A to Brute. <laughs> <laughs> but I do understand why you did not see it with me. So it's okay. Okay. Well, yeah. So we've just been to see The Barbarian. No, Barbarian. A Barbarian. Why do I keep adding the? Is to, it... be, to be fair, I thought it was Barbarians. <laughs> Is it because I want to, like, talk to Conan or something? <laughs> Where was Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. I want Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. So, Barbarian. Have you seen the horror movie? Barbarian. Barbarian. No, the. Um, to be fair, it had its moments where I was like, it had like a couple of jump scares. Yeah. Nothing crazy. It got you. It got me. They got me good on that one, yeah, the first yeah. one. And I think that was it. I was, I was anticipating it earlier, and then I let my guard down. Yeah. So, I think that was what happened there. Yeah. I just... It's not a critique of the film, mm. but it's just like... As I, as I said to you, every um, character had a case of the Caucasians. Yes. Of, there's something weird going there. I'm going to investigate. And you're just sitting there going, don't do it. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Like... I don't want to say too much without spoiling the film, but there were so yeah, many moments where it was just like, just leave. Yeah. Run. You just pack your shit and go. <laughs> oh my God. Like, what is wrong with you? Why are you so determined to investigate? Yeah. Go run. But then again, we wouldn't have had a movie if they hadn't. This is true. Um, so, but, I, 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 actually, I actually enjoyed it. I, th- I thought it was a good time. Um, I, 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 I was expecting more horror. Yes. There were certainly a few laughs, but I think from my, I, like the review that I, that I mentioned to you earlier, mm-hmm. the, the thing was, um, there's a big tonal shift, uh, about partway through, which there was, it kind of, I was like, oh my God, where's this going? But they said there was a few laughs, but they said, just don't read up too much about it just kind of go in and watch it. And I think that's probably the best way for people to go and watch it. Because I yeah. think if we kind of knew the kind of things that were happening, um, I feel like it would have been uh, kind of... It would have just spoiled it, yeah. to be honest. I mean, my one my one critique of it is going mm. to be there were certain moments in it that were so ludicrous. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It took me out of the film. Uh, okay. You know, for a horror film... You want to be like on edge, like what what the fuck's gonna happen? But then when those ludicrous moments happened, of course the you know the whole cinema erupted into laughter. So it's like, yeah. But I think that's the problem with modern horrors now is that a lot of people aren't scared anymore. Yeah, because I think I think that the 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 creature monster big evil thing however you want to describe it without giving it away yeah um isn't necessarily 
like um, like Pennywise. No. You know what I mean? He's, it's not a clown in a suit that no, no, no. Uh, shapeshifts. Yeah. You know? And um, I think those kind of things make um, are still yeah. more scary in the public eye. Do you know what I do like about the film? And I will give it actually good praise for this. Mm. I've noticed with modern day films, mm. they, they try to um, humanise the villains. And they really try to, yeah. to give the villain a backstory. Yeah. Whereas, you know, they gave the, the monster a backstory in this. Mm. And it worked. You yeah. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where you know, when you get all these spy films and superhero films, and they try and humanise the villain, and oh, the villain's doing this because X, Y, Z, and everything, and it's like I don't care, just let them be a villain. Whereas yeah. this one's going, oh, the monster's doing this because X, Y, Z, and you're kind of like, okay, I'm with it, I'm yeah. for it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and I will give that praise because it's like it slightly humanised the monster, mm. made me feel sorry for the monster, but at the same time I was like, yeah, <laughs> do what you need to do. <laughs> you be you. You be. <laughs> <laughs> you go murder those people well done <laughs> give yourself a gold star yeah I'm so proud of you I'm so proud of you Papa. <laughs> oh god yeah okay so, so yeah any other opinions on it uh, I enjoyed it yeah the I thought it was a good cast it was a very had, good cast you had uh, Skarsgård that funny enough played Pennywise and that's why I chuckled when he said I'm not a monster yeah 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 and I thought there was a nice little call to the fact that he played Pennywise yeah um uh the lady some, I think her last name's Cartwright or something mm-hmm. uh, like the female protagonist yeah good actress very good I, actress I thought she was good I've seen her in something else and I can't remember where she's from I'm going to do that really annoying thing that my, my parents always do I don't know about your, your parents but it annoys me when you go oh I've seen them in something before and they go oh lots of things yeah <sighs> I've seen her in lots of things too. But what are those things? <laughs> um, to be fair, I've started doing it back to my parents now. They go, oh, what have I seen him in? I was like, lots, lots of things. things. And then they no, but I've seen him in something. Yeah, lots, lots of, of things. things. <laughs> oh, now, imagine if they released a film called Lots of Things. That would be, that, that'd be a, 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 a mind fuck. It would be. Um, and then, and then... Uh, the male actor that you mentioned mm-hmm. in the cinema. Yeah. I was trying to tell you that he was the first guy to play the Night King. The Night King? I thought you kept saying Lion King, and I was like, No, the no. Night King. But I didn't <laughs> want to. I didn't want to speak too loud. I was like, I swear you kept saying Lion King, because no. I was like, Night Lion King. King? What? No, no, he's not James L. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> he's really not. Really not. I'm like, Paddy, are you having a stroke? Are you having a brain aneurysm? <laughs> no, no, and even no. in the, like, the modern day live action, he wouldn't have been in that because he's white. <laughs> and, you know, they uh, cast that all as uh, Native American, Native Americans, Native Africans, or of African well, descent. Well, James L. Jones reprised his role as Mufasa. This is true. Um, so he was just OG. Yes. Um, but yeah, so, but I mean, for me, that actor was originally, the first thing I remember seeing him in, was, I don't know if you ever watched it, but it was the Rock movie with The Rock, Carl Urban, him, and a few others. And it was the Doom movie based on the video game. No, I didn't and watch that. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was critically panned. But it, I thought it was a good movie. Um, but he played a character called Portman. Uh-huh. Um, and that's where I know him from. But who, whatever he plays, he always plays the seedy, creepy guy. Yeah. It just, it just feels like it's just that uh, moment in Kingsman where mm. he just holds the bottle up and goes, Rahib, no. That is 
stuck in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> but, that's, but that's because he plays the creepy guy. Yeah, that's yeah. a creepy thing to do. Yeah, that it is. So, but no, it was a good film. It was a very, very good film. Yeah. Um, enjoy it. I think people, without saying any more about it, I think people should go watch it. I think it probably deserves more views than it will probably get. Yeah, because obviously it being an 18, it's limited on who can go watch it. But I think it was a good film. Yeah. Um, now you wish to discuss. <laughs> um, I don't wish to discuss. Okay, he wishes. Paddy, change the lights to red. Oh. I wish to rant. Okay, where's the control? <laughs> we are changing this to red. If right. <sighs> okay, Ben's angry. Lights are red. <sighs> you watched the comedy that just uh, came out. Rom com. Okay, rom com. The first ever homosexual rom rom com called Bros. Bros. Yes. Now, I saw the trailer and I thought it looked quite funny. Yes. I will preface it saying those bits were in the film and they were still quite funny. Cool. But they were the only funny bits. Standard. Yes. So. <laughs> I'm trying okay. not to get too angry. I don't want to start shouting whilst I'm driving. Okay. I don't want to make it look like I've got road rage. Okay. Which Especially with the red light. Especially so with the red light. Be calm. Be calm. Be critical, but not angry. So. First off first advert before the cinema is the the guy who's written it and produced it and blah blah blah, blah. and he's like oh because this is the first ever homosexual rom-com all the adverts you're about to see are going to be like gay lgb targeted or it's going to be uh, of companies who have shown their support for the for the lgbt community so instantly you know what's going to happen yes it's going to be preachy and oh my god it was so preachy right so the main character he did like in the story it's not a spoiler so i don't care so i'm going to talk about it mm-hmm. he did a podcast about being gay yep and he was also like the managing director of a lgbt history museum so his life was about yes. being gay that was in the trailer yeah. yeah yeah and just every single line he had was about being gay right. he had no other personality trait other than being gay Okay. And you know this about me. It annoys me when people use their sexuality as a personality trait. It yeah. absolutely annoys me to high heaven mm-hmm. when people use a, a sexuality as a personality trait. I remember once I was chatting to a guy and I was like, oh, we should go do so-and-so. I can't remember what I suggested it, I invited him to do. But his response was, oh, no, I can't do that. I'm gay. And I was like, hang on a fucking second. Yeah. Why does being gay mm-hmm. stop you from doing anything? Yeah. Oh, I, I can't do that. I'm gay. Anyway, so yeah. So just literally every line of his was about being gay and the strife that he's had of being gay. And firstly, he's all fucking skinny white gay guy. So he's had it fucking easy. <laughs> so don't give me that bullshit. <laughs> but it's like, so there's a moment in the film where the love interest admits to the main character that he doesn't like his job. Mm-hmm. And the, the main character says, well, what do you want to do? And the love interest says this sappy, like, oh, I want to be a chocolatier. Right. 10, 15 minutes later, they're having a nice time, they're a nice day out, mm-hmm. and the main character goes, why don't you quit your job and become this chocolatier? And the love interest goes, I can't do that. I haven't got the confidence. I'm not as confident as you. And then the main character goes on this five-minute monologue about how he doesn't have confidence. It's just resilience because all his life, people have told him to walk um, straighter and drop his voice deeper and you know, stop acting so gay and all this kind of thing. And it was just like, it was just browbeating upon browbeating upon browbeating. Mm. And I was sitting there going, you're supposed to be a rom-com. 
you're supposed to be light-hearted and funny, and you're yeah. not. Yeah. The the bits where he was like, when like him and the love interest had fallen out, and he went on a few dates and everything with with disastrous consequences. Yeah. Traditional rom-com stuff. Yeah. Were great. Were hilarious. But it was like few and far between, and it just wasn't funny, at all. Apart from those moments that they basically used in the trailer. And I'm sorry, but he also complained that a fit, like, six foot three, absolutely jacked guy was interested in him. He's like, oh, why are you interested in me? I'm nothing to look at. And it's like, mate, if I had a six foot three jacked guy interested in me, <laughs> I would not be complaining. Yeah. I would be singing it from the rooftop going, oh, my God, look what I pulled. Yeah, I guess. So, yeah, I, I was unimpressed, to say the least. That's a shame, really, because as, as a heterosexual, mm-hmm. I thought... It looked amusing, and I thought it would have been a, like a good time. But I think not having seen it, but just hearing those kind of things kind of makes me feel like I'm kind of glad I didn't. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I would have been kind of outcasted from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like, especially as, like, if you were to watch, like, a, like a bog-standard rom-com, yeah. we'd probably still enjoy it. Yeah whether or not it's about a straight couple or a gay couple. Yeah. But if he's just browbeating about the fact that, oh, it's all because I'm gay and I'm this and that and everything else, it just kind of feels like they're they're trying to pander to our market. Well, it's, it's like um, there seems to be this thing nowadays about being seen in media. Yeah. Oh, I can't enjoy a piece of media unless I see myself in it. Yeah. Fuck off. You don't have to see yourself in a piece of media. You can relate to people in a piece of media. Exactly. You can relate to their struggles. You can relate to their beliefs and their virtues and, and everything like that. But you don't have to see yourself in it. No. And it, it seems to be that this is the thing is, as you said, they're pandering to, to people to see. Oh, look, you can see yourself in this film. I don't have to see myself in a film to enjoy it. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah. So we can we can turn the color, the lights back to normal color. Right. Rant okay. is over. <laughs> Ben's finished ranting. So we'll go back to white. Come on. Potentially. There we go. There we go. Now we're bright. It's good. People are going to think we're doing something weird. Probably. 100%. Um, so, yeah, I just... It was it was not a good film. And it's it's a real shame. I really wanted to enjoy it. I really wanted to come running home and be like, oh, my God, everyone needs to watch this. It's a rom-com, but it's gay and it's hilarious. Yeah. Because a lot of people always go, oh, gay people, they're always so funny. Yeah. And it just it just wasn't it just wasn't funny it had funny moments but everyone gets a good joke here and there every so often even us even us we, we have it. our moments we have our moments <laughs> <laughs> you know and just oh, it was just dis- I'm not angry I'm just disappointed oh oh that no. line yeah that line imagine that in a, in a film critique when you're reading <laughs> it in the newspaper or whatever it's like yeah. I'm not angry at the film I'm just, just disappointed. disappointed oh that cut that would cut <laughs> you know yeah uh, that is upsetting yeah so but it will also affect um, move, more movies like that being made yeah because if it doesn't if it doesn't it doesn't have to pander but if it doesn't include all audiences is this taxi a new driver or is he drunk uh, it what? just seems to be like s- like swerving uh, he's swerving a little bit but it's not the end of the world um, but yeah, I just feel like they would the benefit is, from not kind of doing that yeah. to ensure they, that 
what they needed to do is because it's the first ever homosexual rom-com, they needed to make it a light-hearted, um, funny film that's not too politically driven or too heavy. Yeah. Get the masses in. Get the tickets sold. Yeah. Once it's made, once it's made money, the producers will go, "Oh, this is a money spinner. We can make more." And that's when you make the, yeah. the heavy hitting film. Yeah, the browbeater one. But yeah. because they've done the first film as the browbeater film, yeah. and it ha- it hasn't done well across like worldwide box office no. tickets is not good. No. And it's going to scare producers off. So yeah. if someone else comes and goes, "I've got a homosexual rom com script," producers are going to go, <laughs> "There's the door." Yeah. You know, and so it's they've actually shot themselves in the foot. Yeah by doing that which is a shame we, we we move on to to bigger and better films we hope we hope <laughs> well we can guarantee that next week we'll have next week yeah next week are we doing something next week are you free I'm trying to work out my no not next week the week after that's when we will see Black Panther we'll yes. forever. and that will be a good film I have no doubt I shall wait to uh, review. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> um, so, because we sp- we went and watched a horror film, let's yes. let's keep this episode a little bit spooky. Okay. So it's just been Halloween. Just been Halloween. Did you do anything? Oh no, I didn't do anything. No. But you 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 kind of cross me. I've got something to quite ask you. Woo! Have you ever had a ghostly experience? Oh! Oh! Look at that. This is getting deep for yeah. the first one. Um. Think so? No. Um, I don't think I've had a ghostly experience. Paranormal experience is an experience you can't explain. Um, you well, I mean something. these gorgeous good looks for one. I can't explain that. Yeah, you're delusional. Your delusion is unexplained <laughs> as well. <Are> you? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Joe. Um, he's very reflective. Um, no. I mean, I've I've had a spiritual. Okay. Um, Tell us about your spiritual experience. Well, I guess when I obviously when I was younger, I was uh, quite a, not a headstrong, but I was quite a serious Christian. You were. As you were. Uh-huh. As, you, as you full full well know. Yeah. Um, went to church every Sunday. Used to do like extracurricular groups mm-hmm. and things like that. And actually, I'll tell you this because I've never told you this before, so it might as well get it out of there. I even contemplated being a vicar once. No, really? Yeah, even crossed my mind. I even thought about this. This is when I was getting really deep into it. I and then you it. met me and I just fucking twisted you. Oh, no, I, I already knew this. I already knew this. I won't get too deep because it will get too dark too early. Okay, but, okay, okay. Obviously, well, what happened with my mother made me lose my religion. Right, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I, there was, I were on like an old, uh, like a way day kind of thing. And it was... Uh, it was an away weekend, and this was uh, with the God Squad group from high school. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and we had like a, we did like a, we did like Bible study sessions and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then one session we did like a praying session, which was literally um, we all kind of stood in a circle and we all kind of just prayed and just kind of felt when you know uh-huh. it, you know you know it's. <laughs> Before you start, I am trying so hard to be respectful right now. <laughs> I, know, I know, and I am trying to be respectful to myself <laughs> because looking back at it, it's stupid. But you know, you did the thing of everybody prayed and all that kind of thing, and mm-hmm. people would pray for you if they mm-hmm. doesn't need to, mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing. And 
everybody started getting kind of emotional and all that kind of thing. Was this the time that um, Frenchie supposedly spoke in tongues? Yes. Because <laughs> oh, I ripped the shit out of her in Aria. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if she was there. Well, I remember once that we were sitting in our route and she proudly like exclaimed that Christianity was the true religion and God was real because she spoke in tongues. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? There was a couple of people speaking in tongues. Okay, I'm trying right. to, I'm trying to think of these people's like an appropriate nickname. Um, so anyway, carry on. So you're in the you're yeah. In the group, you're... I, I digress. I digress. I'll I'll think of nicknames for another day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we were just in the group, and people started speaking in tongues, and I, like, I don't know if it was like I felt. Um. I don't know if I felt because I was in that situation or that moment, but I felt like this. I suddenly become very hot. Okay. And obviously, as you very well know, being a former Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, part of Jehovah's Witnesses, um, there's that story of, um, uh, there's that proverb of when they were praying for the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit came as upon uh, lights, as a flame upon yes. them. And it was the same, not the same experience. I didn't see a fire above my head, but I suddenly had that burning kind of sensation through me. Yeah. And I didn't know if it was my body reacting or adrenaline and things like that. I suddenly felt this thing overcome me. Right. And I got well emotional, just broke down, started crying. Uh-huh. Um, and a uh, couple prayed for me and things like that. And then, um, yeah, and then that was, uh, and then that was that. And we all kind of went off and kind of discussed and mm-hmm. regrouped and, you know, girls fixed their makeup and, and things like that. Because that's very important well, to God. Well, yeah, but you know when you've got makeup running down your face, you're not just going to be like that for the rest of the afternoon. Does God care about makeup? I don't think he does. No, but they just want to make sure to sort out their makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have to do that. They're entitled. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I wouldn't say I've had like a, like a fucking, I've seen like a woman in a, you know, a white woman walking across the room yeah, kind yeah. of thing. You know what I mean? But I've had like spiritual experiences. I would never have said that I have... Um, I've, I've, you know, I haven't seen like a, I haven't had a black cat walk past me and then heard knocking on the door. Yeah. Yourself? Oh, I've had loads. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoa. Okay. So, where to begin? Which one do I do first? If we go in age, so my first one was, I was about six or seven. Uh My nan and granddad had a cat and the cat had to be put down. It was, was, you know, it was old and unwell and everything, so it got put down. Yeah. And... At this time, my nan and granddad's house was just a little tiny bungalow. You had the main bedroom, the side bedroom, and that was it. Yeah. And whenever we went up to visit, my brother always got the side bedroom, and I got put in the living room. And that's the room that the cat used to sleep in overnight, right. if the cat decided to stay in. Sometimes, that you know, the cat would go out at night time because that's what cats do. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we're there about a week or two after the cat's just been put down. I'm in the living room. I'm on the sofa, ready to go to sleep. And I feel paw prints walk up my body okay. and like a, a weight curl up and settle on my chest. Right. Okay. And that's, you know, eventually the, the weight lifted and it passed and everything. But that that was my first experience with, with a sort of a paranormal experience. I can't explain that. I, I can still, to this day, 
remember the feeling of those poor paws as they walked up my body. Like, you know, started at my knee, as if the cat jumped up by my feet and walked up my body and then settled on my chest to go to sleep. So, yeah, so that was my first one. Why? Um, my second one was, do you remember in my bedroom up at the top of the house, mm-hmm. how I had my computer desk in the corner? Yeah. I had this uh, office chair that yes. was ridiculously cre- creaky. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you sniffed and it creaked, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You walked so past anyway, it. it yeah, yeah, you walked past it and looked, gave it a funny look and it would creak. <laughs> like, motherfucker, what? Yeah. Um, so one night, three in the morning, and I just hear this, as if someone got onto it. And then I hear, as if someone's, like, fidgeting on it. And I just sit bolt upright, look at the chair and go, I'm trying to sleep. Sit, like, lay back down, and I hear, as if someone got off the chair, and then that was it. The chair was silent for the rest of the night. So basically, what you're telling me is you told off a ghost. I told a ghost off. You were like, naughty ghost. I'll get the ghost bus. Hey, the ghost listened. The ghost was like, oh, sorry, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I was just trying to do your homework for you. Oh, in that case, carry on. (laughs) Just trying to get comfy for the evening. Yeah. Yeah, but you're trying to get comfy watching me? No, thank you. Um... And then the other one, I'm not too sure. Well, no, actually, yeah, this one's a real weird one. Um, Paranormal Activity 4 had yes. just come out. We were, I was at uni, yep. and me and some uni mates decided to go see Paranormal Activity 4. Mm-hmm. And of course, naturally, the film did nothing to me. I just laughed all the way through it because it was all just hilarious bullshit. Yep. Uh, but anyway, I get back to my, uh, my, my studio flat because, of course, as you remember, I lived in a studio all, all three years of uni so I lived by myself yeah I opened the door and you know the the light the light switch was literally open the door and it was right to the right of the, the door yeah so I opened the door I reached round I hit the light switch mm. the lights don't come on and I just think okay it's not the end of the world just just get over to the like the little living room area like walk past your bedroom and everything just get to the little living room area and turn the lights on there mm. so I like sprint across the little bedroom area into the living room bit try and turn the lights on there the lights don't turn on i'm like okay don't worry don't panic just get into the little kitchen area little kitchenette and turn the lights on there so i get into the kitchen area try and turn the lights on the lights don't turn on and it's like right okay and at this point my mind is starting to play with me because of course i've just gone and seen paranormal activity 4 i was like and you know my, my my logical brain kicks in as well and goes no it's probably just a power cut that you're unaware of because you've been at the cinema just come out the room calmly and everything so I walk back out the room I, le- I like leave the door open so I can look into the room mm. and I decide to call one of my uni mates that I'd just been to the cinema with and because he lived opposite me yeah in the studio opposite so I call him and I'm like mate I'm freaking that out none of my lights are turning on I don't know what's going on can you just come like because I, I thought he was in his room next door but actually he was at his girlfriend so he was nowhere near but I was like can you just oh, come okay and just look at my room for me because something weird is happening and as I hang up the phone all the lights turn on not only do the lights turn on the TV turns on the microwave turns on the dishwasher starts itself off everything turns on Uh, (laughs) so of course I go around turning the TV off turning the microwave off turning the dishwasher off I eventually get to sleep that night Um, it it took a while but I eventually got to sleep that night and didn't think anything of it. The next morning, 
I was telling my um, my uni mate who lived opposite me about this, and I was like, why didn't you come up when I called you, or why didn't you message saying sorry I'm I'm at my girlfriend's? And he went, oh, I didn't hear anything. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, when you called, all I could hear was like a deep breathing rattling noise. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, it was literally just <gasps> the other end of the phone. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, no, I I, I thought you just like butt dialed me or something. I was like, okay, that's terrifying. <laughs> Uh, and then the final thing happened at uni was I was in bed it was 3-4 in the morning and I could hear a tapping noise outside my window Hmm. and this was in first year when I was on the second floor Uh and of course I was right I was right above the front door of the the block of of halls and there was a tree by the front door so I just thought oh maybe it's the branches hitting against my window so I get out of bed, I go over to the window, I open the curtains to see if it is the tree hitting the window, and that's when I realise the tree is too low down to touch my window. Right. And I think, okay, it's not a problem. It's obviously not the, the tree tapping the window. I've obviously imagined it, I've dreamed it, something's gone on. Right. Just go just go back to bed. Yeah. So I turn back around to go back to bed, and my duvet is not on my bed. My duvet's in my kitchen. I didn't sleep that night. Mate, I'm surprised you didn't come back home. <laughs> I would not fucking stay there. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, no, my, because uh, of course my, my my studio was like an L shape where you had your bedroom, the living yeah. room, and then the kitchen all in like L shape. And the window was in the living room bit at the, at the, like the bottom corner of the L shape. And yeah, so my duvet had managed to move from my bed behind me to my kitchen to the left of me whilst I was looking out the window. And yeah, I, I, I didn't sleep that night. That being tapping out. <laughs> I'm going. Oh, is that you? It was you on the window going, Ben! Ben, <laughs> So, yeah, those are, my, those are my ghost experiences. Well, um, thank you for potentially giving me nightmares tonight. Oh, Good. I've got one more. It's not my story. It's my mum's story. And it's oh, okay. even worse. Oh, God. So, my grandparents went to go buy a wardrobe from a car boot sale. And at the time, my mum was about four or five. Okay. And they put this uh, wardrobe they bought at a car boot sale in my mum's room. And after that, my mum started complaining about the creepy guy standing at the end of end of her bed. And my grandparents, being Jehovah's Witnesses, were like, "There's no such thing as ghosts. There's no such thing as a spirit. It's 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 all in your head. Don't worry about it." Anyway, one night, my grandparents have an argument, oh. and my nan decides to sleep in my mum's bedroom with her. Because uh, for some reason, my, well, my nan was a very independent person, but she was also a loving housewife. So it's like, I'm not going to kick my husband out to sleep on the sofa. He can have the bedroom and I'll crash with my daughter. Because, <laughs> you know, that's the logic they had. Yeah, of course, clearly. Anyway, she woke up, scary man standing at the end of the bed. And she thought it was my granddad trying to, like, make oh. her laugh and put, like pull a funny joke to, like, get yeah. back into her good books. And so she says, oh, Harry, knock it off. Stop being so ridiculous. And that's when my granddad opens the door and says, sorry, did you call me? Ha! 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 Stay, They burnt that wardrobe and uh, the, the creepy man at the end of the bed stopped, stopped appearing. And <laughs> <laughs> just the hilarious thing is because they're Jehovah's Witnesses, you ask my mum about it, and she goes, no, it was Satan. It was Satan. <laughs> it was Satan. Because that's that's just Jehovah's Witnesses' logic. Oh, something bad happened to Satan. <laughs> it was the 
It was Mephisto. It was Mephisto. And it's just, it, it just, oh, it's, it's beautiful. Something bad happens in the world of Satan. Satan. <laughs> to be fair, oh, no, it's just the financial crisis. Satan. <laughs> so, yeah. So, have I, have I given you some lovely nightmares? Yes. You potentially scared the shit out of me just before I'm going to go home. So, that's And be alone in your house or by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, if I suddenly start hearing a tapping on the window of my bedroom, you'll <laughs> soon get a message saying you need to come pick me up because I'm not staying here. Actually, on a really misty night as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you really picked the great topic for today, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I love it. Ghost stories in the mist. So, yeah. Wow. Well, thank you very much for that, Ben. You're welcome. I'm so glad that you've done that. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. I enjoyed it. So, there we go. I think... Uh... <gasps> no, tell a lie. I do have a ghost. <gasps> but, I, but it's not like me, personally. Yeah. But so oh, is it one of these friends of a friend of a friend no, of a cousin no, 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 of a sister? No, no, no. Right? I, I, I work in the hotel. Obviously. You do. And our hotel, um, the hotel that I work, I work in, is uh, the former home of the Witchfinder General. It Matthew is. Hopkins. Um, so um, it's there's people want to stay there because they think they're going to see him and things like that. And some people have said that they've seen ghosts. The only thing that we can't explain is that, and we've te- I've done everything for this TV. Yeah. But Room 7's TV on the witching hour turns off. Ooh. So it has to be turned off at the socket to ensure that it doesn't turn on at night. Oh, I love it. That's the only thing, because I've done, I've done everything. Because you know some TVs have a wake-up time, yeah, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. I've checked all that. It doesn't do it. It doesn't have it doesn't have a wake up timer and things like that. It just on the witching hour does turn on. I really hope some like ghost hunters listen to this now and, and you suddenly just get a flood of um, bookings requesting well, room. If they seven. do, they've stalked me because they basically googled the Witchfinder General's hotel yeah, and yeah. they found out where I work. That's but, brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, that okay, so that's the only thing that I know of because I have had to on several occasions mm-hmm. for people that are staying like more than one night, they've said, Oh, the T V turns on it and you have to say, Oh, yeah, that kinda happens now and again, just turn it off at the wall before you go to bed. And they're like, What do you mean? Oh yeah, you have to turn it left. Oh lovely. Yeah, yeah, they're digging up the road. Oh lovely. Putting some more cables down, I think, for fibre. Um but anyway, I think that's the end of today. Mm-hmm. Very much appreciate everybody joining us yep. on uh, today's spooky story. Apparently, um, thank you all. Um, any final words, Ben? Uh, just be careful of uh, tapping windows when you don't live near trees, or if you go and check out something, make sure you take your duvet. Make with sure you take your duvet with you. <laughs> go on, we're turning into Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Always remember your towel. <laughs> And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you. Thanks.